Hi y'all, this is Paulina and welcome to Inside My Mind. Hello, hello and Happy New Year. I'm finally back after a two weeks break. Uh, I spent some time in Poland visiting my family and decided just to take a break from from anything that has to do with work. Um, but I'm back and I'm not here alone today. Uh, well, in my room I am. But I'm joined online by one of my friends uh, called Franka, and she is one of my friends from Poland. And I believe she was one of my first girlfriends that I've actually made in Poland when I was living in Białystok. So say hello. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay, okay let's go. All right, let's go. All right. So uh, I already did like a pre-recording to this. But uh, you can introduce yourself and like tell me about like who you are and like what a bad bitch you are. So um, for those of you who Hi. haven't listened to the beginning, this is my uh, friend Franka. And we've been like friends for, I would say, about five years about now. I think, yeah, it's been, I think so. I think it's been about five years. So Franka, tell me a little bit about yourself. I mean, like I know things about you, but people don't. So... Let's go. Okay, so, uh, yeah, my name is Franka. I'm 25 years old. I am from Germany, and I am a medical student at the Medical University of Glorious Bialystok. <laughs> exactly. I love the, which the, is, the glorious part about it. <laughs> which is probably to other people already Russia. However, I know that it is Poland, and I beg to make a distinction it is not yet russia <laughs> yeah it's definitely not russia uh it's very close to russia and like lithuane and it's like almost on the border of lithuane um so i could see why people make that mistake um but yeah definitely not russia uh and as one of the questions that i sent you previously uh why Białystok? like that's like bumblefuck middle of nowhere well, yeah, that's where the glorious part comes in, which is ironic. <laughs> not, to, not to fully rip on Bialystok, like it has some some beautiful sides to it, but like basically I felt super cornered when I was uh, just 20 years old. I didn't graduate from high school with good enough grades to like be able to fulfill my dream of being uh, a medical student with the end goal of becoming a psychiatrist. Um, so I did a bunch of things like doing some tests that would maybe like qualify me for a university, but there I felt like I didn't do well enough. So I didn't even look at my results. And like, I was kind of like an underachiever troubled uh, teen type of person. So I grew up in like a German countryside village and I absolutely hated that. And I just wanted to escape to literally anywhere because anything would have been better than my village. So um, so my, you're telling me you moved from bumblefuck middle of nowhere to another bumblefuck middle of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, but at least that's like the bumfuck where I don't know anybody and it's like a little bit less bumfuck even. Okay. So, yeah. When I, I think that tells you any, anything you need to know about my mental state of time, but yeah. Fair enough. Um, it was kind of like a self-banishment or punishment in a way, I guess. 
or like just a sink or swim type test like if i don't manage this then i don't fucking know what but something needs to change so it was like really impulsive okay and i just heard about this agency that like supplies people with spots at different european universities mm -hmm. uh and i applied pretty late so Bjorstok was the only thing that was like easy to get into that i didn't need to prepare much for so i was just like fuck it impulse decision for the rest of my adult life for the next six years i mean that says a lot about polish health system i guess like if they just accept anybody you know not to shit on you but like you know it's like it says no. something about like you know that's like yeah we're just gonna gather people from all over the world and let's hope for the fucking best um <laughs> i mean i was in that boat too like I pretty much moved to Poland because I didn't really have anywhere to go. So I get ya. It's like, well, I, I think the, the uh, process of selection starts within the studies themselves. Uh, but then again, there's like people that I'm not gonna name names, obviously, but there's like people at my university that I wouldn't want to be handling patients, you know? <laughs> one wants to become an ophthalmologist and i'm so sure he's gonna just make people blind and lose his license do i do i know this person <laughs> no but i'm gonna give you some shade about him later all right i'm i'm ready to listen to some tea like, to get some gossip the, the dumbest person of the year like my friend and i call him uh like a single-celled organism of the year oh my god i mean i feel like we have plenty of those and i feel like a lot of people um that you and i both know like are like that so yeah, yeah. i'm not gonna name names but yeah <laughs> i mean i've worked in germany and in poland and in germany there's also people who miraculously had good enough grades in high school to like land a place at a german university but they're also i guess more on like a human level so socially incompetent that it also kind of leads to mistakes because their communication is like so poor that they miss important details or that they fumble the patient's trust and that also has like negative side effects. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, yeah, it's yeah. the whole thing, basically. I mean, I, like... I really admire that you study medicine because like for me that's something like I would never be able to do like the human body is so fascinating but like for me just to think about having to study every little fucking single detail about the human body obviously like you get spe specializations and you go into different paths and whatever but you still need to know the basic human an uh, anatomy and for me like that's that's something I don't think I would be able to to just sit down and study, you know? Yeah, I on one hand, it's a lot. But when you look back on it, it wasn't as difficult as you thought. The main difficult part for me personally was that I had a huge amount of anxiety. I still kind of do. And that also, um, I heard that it's, like this with a lot of universities not just mine so that's kind of comforting but like it is really badly organized uh, and as a german 
that stresses me out. <laughs> Because our cultural identity is organization and bureaucracy. Yeah, yeah. And Polish people, well, not so much. Yeah, definitely. Uh, like when you go try to fill out any fucking paperwork, it's like this old lady sitting behind the desk, not doesn't really know how to use a fucking computer. So she gives you like 50 forms and she tells you, yeah, just bring them in, you know? And you're like, I don't even speak the fucking language. How am I supposed to fill this out? And a lot of the forms are not even translated into English. And like, I remember when I moved to Poland, I found that so frustrating. And like, thankfully I had my sisters to help me out. But like for a foreigner, especially in places like Białystok, like I can't imagine to sit down and like fill out forms in Polish when you don't speak the fucking language, you know? Oh yeah, that was a whole thing with applying to the Polish state exam. <laughs> This lady just kept yelling Miosek at us, <laughs> thinking that it would be more understood if she just yelled the world word more. It's like, oh. Yeah. And she like hated our guts. That was amazing. And I was really trying my best in Polish because, like, my friends uh, sent me to the front when there's no Polish person around, which is kind of a huge compliment. But yeah. um, I'm still pretty helpless in the face of, like, a little dragon like this. <laughs> But, yeah, speaking of Polish, how is your Polish now? Like, do you understand it a lot more than when you move? Obviously, I feel like you would understand a lot more. But do you feel like you can communicate like when you go to, I don't know, a restaurant or a coffee shop or something like this? Like these simple daily interactions are pretty much fine. Um, I find myself at the brink of being able to produce my own sentences. But sometimes it's like a bit rocky and my grammar is not very good because nobody has released any easily attainable resources on Polish grammar. And I feel like I know a lot of words, I just don't know how to use them. So I understand like 90% of what people tell me. Um, and I just can't reply. So that's a little bit frustrating. Yeah. Um, but yeah, for like simple daily conversations is enough, I think. Yeah, and that's that's pretty amazing because I feel like Polish is super difficult to learn and I remember even when I moved back to Poland, like I had a lot of difficulties because I didn't understand. Well, I understood the language, but there were still a lot of words that I just didn't know. Or like I would not be able to write like a professional email or, you know, like fill out these stupid forms that they had, you know, they had me fill out. So I completely understand that it's, it's not an easy language to learn. It's definitely one of the more difficult languages, like when we when we're talking about studying it from scratch you know so yeah kudos to you you know for actually trying to learn the language and trying to communicate with people i really want to further my polish so when i'm when i've graduated i'm gonna sign up for some online polish classes that are gonna finally teach me proper grammar and stuff but i don't have the time for that yet but there's uh, so many um polish immigrants in germany that it's actually quite worthwhile to be able to translate at a hospital also yeah. i think that's gonna do nicely in my daily life and on my resume so i'm definitely gonna pick that back up 
Yeah, for sure. And in general, like, I have a question in regards to to Poland. And have you ever been to Poland before you actually went there to, to study? Like, have you ever gone to Poland, like, to visit or for whatever reason? Um, actually, nope. So the day I moved to Poland was the first time I was in Poland. Holy shit. Okay. I did not expect that. For some reason, I actually thought that you, like, went to maybe, like, Wrocław or, like, somewhere around, like, closer to the German border. Um, because okay. you told me that your, I think your grandpa or great-grandpa was from around that area, from the southern part of Poland, if I'm not yeah, mistaken. Yeah, my grandpa was the German Silesian minority in uh, Wrocław, so... He lived there up until he was like six years old, and then they uh, basically we we lost that part of Germany to Poland, and he had to flee with his family, which was quite tragic, because he had two younger brothers and one younger baby sister, and she was like frozen solid on the way, so she unfortunately passed, and my great grandma was alone with the kids yeah. on her way to Germany. So that was pretty rough. So I feel like that's why he probably never returned. And my mom also in her lifetime has not made it there. Yeah. Um, but I actually visited with my boyfriend at the time. And I'm definitely going to do it again because it's a very nice city. Actually, I found out I could have just seamlessly transitioned there after a second year in Białystok. And I keep uh, biting myself in the ass thinking about it. Because yeah. uh, at the time I was already in third year and then it wasn't possible anymore, but yeah. Yeah, I think you mentioned that. I think because I think I met you when you were in your first or second year. Uh, I believe maybe it was first year. And I think you yeah, mentioned that you wanted to move to, to Wrocław, that you had the opportunity. But it's it's a huge step to take. I remember when I moved from Białystok to Opole, like which is from the north to the south of Poland. And... It's like almost eight hours by train. And if you already have made friends and acquaintances and so on, like in that northern part of Poland and like you feel comfortable there, like why would you want to do that again? So it's also understandable, like why you wouldn't want to move, you know? Yeah, I feel like in terms of friends, I got pretty lucky, although a lot of them have like either dropped out or transitioned back to their home countries okay. just like i don't know i feel like we're cooler the ones that stay up until the end but not to throw shade <laughs> and in terms of <laughs> friends um like how diverse was your group of friends like or i know when i first met you a lot of them were from germany pretty much like and we met in the most random way too um like, I still remember the day I met you, and it was just like, oh, God. And it was because of a fucking guy. Like, I can't believe that. Um, but anyways. Eskimo sisters. Sorry? Eskimo sisters. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> you can cut that out if you have with it. It's okay. We can leave that in. Um, but, but, yeah, it's just like, in terms of friends, did you find yourself to sort of lean towards like hanging out with the German people or 
it was a mixture or like did you make also other polish friends like how did you find like what was your first impression maybe of polish people my group of friends has kind of like uh transformed a bit over the years due to people like dropping out and me becoming a bit more open and a bit more social in general um so at first i had like i guess one very close german friend who i did like everything with we weren't roommates but we still hung out every day we cooked um meals together we went to the gym together we studied together and everything and after like second year she got a place to study back in germany uh so that was kind of shit that kind of made me spiral for a little bit there um and yeah my my one best friend ever since first years from norway who also unfortunately had to drop out due to mental health reasons for this year so that kind of sucks and then most of the like more peripheral german friends also transitioned back so that kind of made me open up to the norwegians a little bit more yeah. so i guess not most of my friends are from norway um there's two girls who are originally lithuanian um and i have one uh, very flamboyantly gay polish friend mm-hmm. i have you as a polish american friend <laughs> And then I guess I would also call my one female friend's boyfriend my friend who's also Polish. So um that's that's kind of the thing. But there was like I'm I will not venture out of my territory so much. So if you're not in the same room with me, we're not becoming friends. <laughs> so there's not so much much um uh intersection with polish people in my daily life i also don't really make friends at the gym cuz i'm like uh that girl with the headphones so i hate talking to people at the gym i hate it when people like interrupt my set sometimes yeah. i feel like i forget how to language <laughs> and i would prefer to just communicate in grunts um and i just yeah yeah I'm I'm trying to be more outgoing but I'm not the most outgoing person. Yeah, I mean I I I get that, you know, and and I remember like my sort of like first impression of you and like I really liked you when I first met you and then like you were giving me so many like warning signs about the guy that I was with at that time. Um and I sort of just like was like, "Oh my god, I'm going to ignore it." And like he was putting so much bull crap in my head as well. But at the end of the day like you were right you know and i was like shit franco was right um <laughs> and like i, I don't right. know i feel like your girls girl yeah and i feel like in poland in general like it's not super easy to make friends with polish people at least like when i was going yeah. out with with people like i always found myself with either like german group of friends spanish group of people and Italians and so on because I feel like they were a lot more open to sort of talk in English whereas I feel like a lot of Polish people I don't know if it's because they're shy because whatever the reason is or like they feel insecure about their English um they tend to not like stray away from their Polish groups I'm not saying all of them I don't want to generalize but I found that like to be like a common theme among a lot of Polish people Yeah I think it 
um, mostly due to feeling insecure in their English. Yeah. At least that's what I feel like about the girls. With the boys, it's maybe more also some sense of like territorial thinking or national pride in a way. But not that I am uh, the biggest fan of just randomly befriending some straight guy. And it's interesting that you actually bring that up, like that it's like the Polish men tend to not go out of like their, you know, way to talk to like foreigners. Because that's something that Tony and I were talking about, that it's more common to see Polish girls in relationships with foreigners, with like foreign men, like Spanish, Italian, Greek, German, whatever. Whereas I haven't seen that in Poland where like a Polish man will be in a relationship with a woman from Germany, Italy, uh, France, Spain, or whatever, you know? Like, I feel like very often they sort of stick to just being with a Polish woman. Yeah, because I feel like the mentality clashes a lot, which is odd because I am someone who for some reason predominantly has dated Eastern European men. <laughs> yeah, I know. Because um, for some reason, like... I like that they're more like masculine and gentlemanly and a lot of them have like a deep respect for their mothers and sisters which then also translates to other women and that's one of the good sides and like they still feel like they need to make life comfortable for you and provide for you and I am someone who really enjoys princess treatment. Um, <laughs> yeah, little, but, little goth princess, yes. <laughs> Yeah, but sometimes it's, it translates to uh, being a bit too fast in the way they move, like um, talking about, you know, moving in, marriage, blah, 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 kids and stuff too, too early, which is, for me, it felt at points insensitive because of my career and I want to at least finish my studies and I'm not sure if I want to live in Poland, so they kind of were trying to just like... Um, cast me as a character in their life uh, as opposed to actually just respecting who I was as a, yeah. as a person and if there was like genuine compatibility and they were just kind of expecting me to fulfill this role mm -hmm. which like I'm not saying that I'm not offering the same king treatment that I receive for the princess treatment in return but that's still different than like immediately being wifey and acting that way Yeah. And I feel like that's that's very that's a very Polish thing. Like I feel like a lot of my friends that are my age, like you know, that we went to the same elementary school, um already are settled down, they have a house, they have a husband or a wife or whatever, and they have like two or three kids at this point. And I'm like, how the fuck do you do it? Like on the Polish wage, like the Polish salary that you get and you get to afford a fucking house and a car and have kids like you know i work in spain and like i we make pretty good money with my boyfriend but like i i'm still not thinking about having fucking kids or whatever you know because it's like i can't afford to do that like well i could but i don't want to you know like i want to spoil myself myself first then spend that money on on little brats you know like <laughs> Yeah, I totally understand. I feel the same. And I think I would want to be established and secure enough in life 
uh, to actually be able to offer something to my kid and be like mentally stable and also have a stable relationship and all of that. Um, I met my significant other's sisters this New Year's and his middle sister is like 25 and already has her first kid. But um, the guy that she has the kid with, like her fiance, I, I, I don't want to talk badly about him as a person, but I think there's like actually some compatibility issue, but they're so like set on having this lifestyle and that it's, uh, yeah, that I kind of see the train crashing towards disaster, you know? Yeah. And I feel like that's, I wouldn't say that's common in Poland. Sorry, my dad just woke up. I need to change locations. It's all right. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, I changed location. Sorry, my dad was. It's okay. Um. Yeah, but I found I find that like that's quite common. Maybe not quite common, but I have seen it many times where people get married very young and they have kids and then they end up like getting a divorce. You know, because they get married yeah. at such a young age. And this is not just in Poland, but in general. And it's like, why do you put yourself in that position of getting married, having I don't know a kid or two? getting it like you know taking out loans for a house and then going through a fucking divorce you know like i'm not i'm not trying to judge anyone that does that because like we all have or had that sort of person where we felt like oh my god this is the person i'm gonna get married to this person and that's it however i feel like you know it's like when you're at a young age when you're like 21 22 your brain hasn't fully developed yet like it's like why are you Yeah. trying to you know get into a serious relationship at that such a, at such a young age and i feel especially for us women it's quite easy to get stuck on a guy that we may be not compatible with and then you dream of this whole life of like marriage and children and you kind of at the end find out that he's not how you thought he would be um yeah. but then what are you gonna do Like, for example, I feel like this girl I was talking about really loves her baby and she's so cute. Like, I would love her too if I was her mom. Like, I already love her even though I just met her, like, one evening. So yeah. she's, like, super adorable. And she's, like, really a blessing to the whole family. But I would wish for her that it were, like, under different and more, like, safer circumstances, you know? Yeah. With, like, a more compatible guy in like a healthier relationship so i caught myself thinking oh it would be so cute if i had you know maybe done uh children first and i could be like a young cool mom and mm -hmm. uh, then do my career thing later but on the other hand i'm just like kind of lucky that i'm not in a situation where i'm forever tied to someone via a child who is maybe not the the best person for the job let's say yeah definitely um but anyways uh enough about relationships and us judging people's yeah. relationships um i want to ask you in general also like another thing about poland because i feel like you know like we both moved to poland around the same time and i remember when i moved to poland like it was a huge culture shock even though I lived in Poland before. 
And even though like I was exposed to the culture pretty much the whole time when I was living in the States because my parents still like maintain the typical traditions and food and language and so on. But I still experienced a lot of like culture shock. Um, what was the strangest thing or like what did you find like to be super weird, you know, like when you moved to Poland, like that you encountered, you know, like a cultural cra- like clash or a culture shock? That in Germany, like, that wouldn't fly by. There's uh, predominantly two things. Okay. Number one is the way people drive. (laughs) Okay. Like, in Germany, that would never, never fly. Sometimes I'm like, do Polish people even know traffic laws exist? And the amount of times I got almost literally pummeled uh, by a car in first year because I was expecting them to actually stop when the traffic light is green on the pedestrian side. Yeah. I remember like uh, doing like a five minute rant via um, voice messages on Instagram to you about another situation like a few weeks earlier. Like sometimes it still happens where I'm like, what the actual fuck? Yeah. So... And then on my first day in Poland, there was this lady in a golden little Twingo who just like crashed into a wall at the supermarket parking spots. And she just went on, did her shopping, like nothing happened. And I was like, okay. (laughs) Yeah. So it's, it's, yeah, people are reckless when it comes to driving in Poland. And there is this joke that like, if you do your driver's license in Womja, it's like, it's like the easiest test to pass like to go there and to pass the exam that like they, they get their driver's license in like a bag of chips, you know, like they open a bag of chips and it's like a lottery. And it's like, oh, look, I got my driver's license. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, like that's pretty much how it works. <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine. Then the other thing is Polish people don't know the concept of personal distance. <laughs> like personal space. Yeah, like they invade your personal bubble like it's nothing like when you're waiting in a queue yeah they're like sneaking up on you breathing down your neck they could watch your uh screen for your fucking pin code to your phone or your credit card (laughs) pin or yeah and i'm like are you trying to do this on purpose are you trying to steal my identity i don't fucking know what's happening but then it's always some like unassuming little babcha little jatka and i'm like no probably not but they're also having their fucking like uh obstructive lung disease breath down my neck and i'm like can you stop going (laughs) next to my ear yeah yeah definitely um and i feel like in poland also like when you go out like to the clubs and everything i feel like men get very touchy as well like i found that like to be very strange because like yes this happens in the states as well but like you pretty much tell someone to fuck off and like they fuck off but like in poland like they think it's a game not saying all of them but very often like that's what i feel like i've encountered like a lot of people just don't yeah, like I, I could see that. Don't get the concept of like personal space. Um, and if like if you're an outgoing person, I feel like that's fine. You know, like you might be cool with it. But like if you're a little bit of like an introvert and you don't really like people being next to you, um, then yeah, that's a that's a big issue. 
I feel like I'm an ambivert where it like really strongly depends on the vibes that someone is pushing out, whether I'm allowing some kind of like conversation or uh, someone to enter my personal bubble in a sense. Um, so uh, I would say that just randomly plopping down next to me when I'm like having a little break from dancing at the dance floor is like not per se good way to contact me or to become my friend. Yeah. And Polish men love to do that. Yeah. And then they start to randomly talk your ear off and they for some reason try in English. <laughs> and then they're like sloppy drunk and it's like you really can't understand what the fuck they're trying to tell you. So you just sit there and nod your head uh-huh. and you pretend like, yeah, okay. And then you sort of just like look at your phone and they start asking, oh, and who are you texting? You have a boyfriend? Blah, blah, blah. And it's like, yes, I do. Fuck off. Like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, been there, been there, done that. Like, completely get that. And yeah, so I, I, I get those culture shocks. Um, for me, I think one of the biggest ones, it's like, especially when moving from the States, was that people in Poland care so much about their appearance. Um, like, I remember I went to the supermarket uh with pajamas because it was like a saturday and i was like well i'm I'm not planning to get out of my pajamas that day and i went to the supermarket in my pajamas and i got like death stares you know and i was like jesus fucking christ like i'm just wearing pjs and it was nothing like crazy it was like long pajama pants and a t-shirt and a jacket and people were like staring me down and i was like my god like what is wrong with people you know it's like let me be comfortable like i'm cozy and you out here at nine in the fucking morning uh all dolled up with makeup with i don't know a fucking mini skirt and whatever like why do you need to get dressed up to go to a fucking supermarket you know so i i love that though because i'm a bit extra myself and i make it a point to like pick out a nice outfit every day do my makeup always have my nails done and stuff And I literally live for that. I'm actually quite a creative person, but my studies don't allow much time for creativity. So my little outfits every day are kind of what keeps my sanity together. And um, I make it the point to like never leave the house without looking a little bit uh, overdressed for the occasion. And I love that about Poland that it's literally not even being acknowledged. Because I do it for myself. I don't like being stared at, actually. Yeah. Uh, in Poland, I sort of just seamlessly blend in. Yeah. And in Germany, it's like, why the fuck are you wearing a pink fur coat to the supermarket? <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Two different perspectives. Yeah, I mean, for me, like, obviously, like, if I'm going out and I'm actually, like, going out to, I don't know, get drinks with my friends or partying, whatever, like, obviously, I'll dress up. But, like... My everyday clothes, I usually just put on, like, what I'm wearing right now, like, a sweatshirt and jeans, you know? And I put, like, some jewelry on and so on. So in Poland, like, people, like, didn't, like, stare at me when I was wearing, like, my regular clothes. But if I decided to go on pajamas or sweats, that's, like, a big no-no. And I just found that, like, so frustrating because I'm like, I just want to be comfortable. Like, I'm literally just going to to the grocery store that's down the block, you know? Like... I don't need to be all dolled yeah. up. But like, obviously, if you like to do that, go ahead. But it's just such a different 
mentality of like what I'm used to from the States because in the States you go out with your pajamas and like people don't care, you know, like half of the, the, the people in the supermarket will be wearing pajamas. So yeah, I wish people would just let everybody wear whatever the hell they want. Um, and like not stare at people, because uh, yeah. I personally, I'm a quite non-confrontational person in public. I just want to get my stuff done and be home. Yeah. Um, and also, I have way too much on my own plate to really give a hoot what anybody else is wearing, but both Polish and German people, I feel like, stare a lot. Yeah. They just love staring for <laughs> no reason. Really? It's true, it's true. And to change this up a little bit, so you told me a little bit about like the things that you found strange about Poland. What is something that you really like about Poland? I mean, you started to talk about that a little bit, but like, what is something that you really enjoy about Poland? I mean, you've been living there for at this point, what, five or six years. So there has to be some things that you actually like about Poland. I feel like it's really clean and it's really safe. Like in Germany, you get a lot of street harassment by random men, mm-hmm. um, mostly, and it's going to be really politically incorrect, but mostly like immigrants. Mm-hmm. Which I feel like is not because they are a different race, but because it's like the more disadvantaged people with a lot more bottled up anger and frustration yeah. that obviously have the, to leave their home country. So I think it's more a case of uh, incredibly frustrated people with a lot of pent up anger uh, and not so much uh, a racial issue. But uh, I know that it could be interpreted that way. So I want to like distance myself from that. Yeah. But it's kind of becoming a problem because we're taking in more people than I think the country can handle. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, it's not being distributed throughout the European countries as much. And I know that like Poland refuses to take people in yeah. for the most part, which is um, sad in a way, but it's for me just as a woman uh walking out and about especially at night it's a lot more comfortable because i don't ever feel unsafe in poland yeah yeah it's a very it's a very sensitive topic about um people migrating to poland and sort of like how poland refuses that because on one hand you can look at it as you know like what the fuck like you know everyone is taking uh, immigrants in and they should have the right to you know to live wherever they want to it's like you know if like I apply to go to Australia and they don't let me in type of thing you know um but at the same time it's sort of you know like Poland also has its history and you know like it's also quite understandable why like a lot of people in Poland think that it's the best way to not be in a shitty situation once again you know not to, I don't know, get invaded or not to have, I don't know, like mm, too many religions mixed up because that can also cause conflict, you know? So on one hand, I could see that it can be a good thing that they don't allow it. But also on the other hand, it's like, well, there's still people who, who need a home, who need a safe space. 
So it's very difficult to really take a side on that because as you said, you know, like on one hand, there are people with a lot of like trauma, a lot of uh, pent up anger and emotions and that can also be unpredictable. I mean, that goes for anyone, you know, like it doesn't matter. It doesn't really have to do with race. It doesn't matter what race you are and you move to a different country. You also, you will face a lot of hardships and you could, you know, like in the States, go, go into a fucking school and shoot up a fucking school, you know? Um, so yeah, it's, it's like, it's not a rich issue of race. It's an issue of, you know, unsolved traumas and anger and other things, you know, that make people act irrationally. Yeah. It's, it's a very unfortunate uh, situation and it's also a double-edged sword and it's not like I don't know, it's not like I know a better answer than how the individual countries are handling it. So, yeah. I guess it's just something we have to live with in a way. Yeah. Um, another positive thing about Poland though is that people, uh, especially men, are like really, really shivered. English difficult, chivalrous. Mm-hmm. Is that a word? Anyway, yes. you know what I mean. Yeah, I know what you mean, yeah. Because, <laughs> <laughs> okay. um, like, um, the other day, uh, some guy paid for my round on a massage chair because he was occupying it for too long and he felt, like, bad about it. Or people will, like, randomly carry your suitcase um, a lot, which happens significantly less in Germany or... Uh, when they're buying your friend a drink because they think she's pretty, they're also buying you a drink. Yep. So it's just a very, like, nice, caring environment, very polite in a way. So I really like that. Yeah. As much as, as we can talk shit about Polish men, uh, yeah, right? The sh- uh, chivalry is not dead. And I've, I feel like, you know, like, they tend to open the doors for the girls, you know, like, for the car and whatever. Like... Mm, the same thing with suitcases. I remember I was traveling from Białystok to Apola very often, like back and forth. And with the with the suitcase, I would have like really heavy suitcases, and they would always ask me like if I need help to put them up in the in the train, you know, or like to take them down and to help me, you know, like bring them up into the into the platform and so on. Where I feel like. Mm, that's like that's not something that you see every day in like other countries you know uh like in the states it's not so common everyone's sort of like at least in new york everyone sort of just minds their own fucking business you know unless it's a mother with a stroller then like everyone jumps to help the mother with a stroller so yeah i guess it depends on the situation this meme where uh this taxi driver asked this girl who lifts her own suitcase in and out of the trunk, ah, strong girl, you work on farm. <laughs> and it actually happened to me also, like literally almost the same, the same sentence. Because uh, I, I tried to do things the German way when I arrived in Poland, so I did everything by myself. Yeah. And the dudes would kind of like... And I was I was way skinnier back then because I put on some muscle now, so I was like really small. And uh, um, they were like watching this uh, this little girl just like lift a suitcase that looks as big as her out of a trunk, and they were like, "So to kurva jest?" And yeah, yeah, they're like, "How? How can this little girl just be picking up her suitcase?" Yeah, 
Um, it's true. It's like they don't believe that we're we're masculine enough, you know? <laughs> They're like, no, we need to take care of you. Yeah, definitely. Which is like it's cute. Definitely it's cute. women can also lift their own suitcase, but they're just not doing it because why? The men are doing it. So Yeah. That's exactly. also why I'm not doing it anymore. <laughs> Um, and I have one last question for you. If you could choose, like, to start over, like, in, in, when, in regards to your, like, medical career and your studies, and study in a different place, like, would you? Like, in a different place than Poland. Like, knowing everything that you know now about Poland and the friendships that you've made and all of that, like, would you start over in a different place? Well, I guess um, I already touched on this uh, other university in Poland and Wrocław that I was yeah. interested in. So I feel like if anything, if I had the chance again, I would maybe do that, actually. Yeah. Um, but I would try to uh, convince some friends to move with me so I'm not alone. Fair enough. Um, I'm, I'm actually kind of glad I studied in Poland because it's taught me a lot about life mm-hmm. and I like that I have the basics for Slavic languages down because I've always wanted to learn Russian which I'm doing now okay mostly for personal reasons yeah um, so that's nice um, and I like the Polish people's attitude towards life a lot <laughs> you mean getting married early no. and having a bunch of babies <laughs> Well, no, not that part. But you know, Russian <laughs> people are complainers. Yeah, yeah. They also they have like a stick up their ass and don't know how to party. <laughs> and I feel like with that Eastern European post-Soviet depression that Polish people kind of have, also comes like a good partying spirit. On the other hand, yeah, and um, kind of just this vibe that you know whatever life throws at you you kind of have to persevere because well you're in the situation and when you complain to a polish person about some breakup some blah 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 they only say well no trudno and then they move on yeah which is maybe not always the best coping skill but i just like that they're like okay this is the situation now this is done now we fucking have to handle it and we, we're gonna make it through whether we want to or not basically yeah it's like shit and, happens um, yeah they really have like a, a warrior spirit in a sense and um especially with what the polish people as a people have collectively gone through yeah yeah um, definitely it's like you know it's like when i talk to my parents about it and they're like you know we lived through the communist times we lived through this your grandparents have lived through the war blah, blah and they tell me all of these fucking stories and i'm like shit i thought i had it bad but like you're telling me that like my grandma was in fucking kazakhstan and making like doing tattoos on her hand with fucking ink and shit like you know and she was separated from her family and my parents lived during communism and you know had to wait in long lines to get food i'm like shit like you survived all of this like i can survive the fucking breakup you know like i can survive like not getting into a university or whatever (laughs) literally 
And I feel like as Germans, we are a little bit disconnected from our roots and our family's hardship because we only know our side as the villains. Yeah. But I have learned to appreciate that my family has also been through awful things and awful trauma and struggles to like put me on this earth. Yeah. So I feel like it's a bit ungrateful that I am, I don't know, sitting at home crying because I gained two kilograms. My grandpa in the trenches would have been so happy about those two kilograms. For probably. real. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. And and that's funny because I feel like Polish, Polish people... My depression. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> Polish people like to complain. And it's like, it's almost like a competition. It's like, you know what happened to me the other day? This and this and that. And they're like, you know what? Last week I had a worse... You know, my fucking car broke down. I didn't have a, I don't know, any transport to get my kids to the school. Uh, we were snowed in. The roof of my fucking house fell. And it's like, Jesus Christ, like, you good? And they're like, no, no, shit happens. Trudno. And I'm like, Jesus, like, really? Exactly. <laughs> they always have some, some sense of humor about it, you know? Yeah. I guess this is why we drink so much. Um... <laughs> Yeah, but long story short, this is why vodka. Yeah, this is why vodka exists. Yeah, exactly. It's like to keep to keep ourselves warm and to keep keep ourselves from crying. You know. Yeah, my Mm. my friend asked me what I wanted to drink once, and I was like, the elixir of resistance against the hardships of life. And she was like, so vodka. And I was like, yeah, vodka. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, like, and I feel like when you go to a Polish person's house, they won't let you, like, get go out of that house thirsty, you know? Like, we just went for New Year's to my sister's house, and it's like, when they see that your drink is almost done, like, you're finishing your drink, they'll pour you another one. They won't even ask. They'll just look at you, point at the vodka bottle or whatever, and they're like, mm, yeah? And then they just pour, you know? And you're like okay i didn't want more but i guess now i have to drink more sure (laughs) did i did i tell you the story of how i was visiting my uh, boyfriend at the time's grandma with him in fucking katowice over the summer no and their fucking neighbor came over and he was like a fucking overweight old alcoholic guy and i was somehow having the glorious idea after already being tipsy to like drink some vodka with them oh my god yeah it didn't end well all i ate that day was like uh yagode cake and samogorki and i ended up with like neon pink vomit with like green bits in it <laughs> so i feel like it was almost artistic in a sense yeah yeah that was the worst hangover of my life yeah I, like for me it's I'll like drink polish people no you can't out drink them it's like when we go to my parents house and my uncle like makes liquor well like homemade homemade like moonshine you know pretty much and whenever we go to my parents house they already have and it's like cherry type of flavors i don't know blueberries hazelnut whatever and my dad just looks up looks at tony and he goes you want and he just pours him a shot like you know, and it's like, I don't know, we just got off the fucking flight, we get there, we're exhausted, we didn't have food, and the first thing is like, you want? You want liquor? You want moonshine? And it's like, you know, Tony can't say no, he has to say yes, because if he says no, then my dad is gonna be angry. So, 
on an empty stomach, we have to drink moonshine. It's like, it's like, you know, just like a recipe for fucking disaster right there. And it doesn't normally end on one because they're like, oh no, you like, right? You drank the whole thing. You like the cherry one. I'll give you more. And it's like, dude, let me eat. Let me have some food so I don't throw up all over the, all over the bed, you know? Yeah. Um, I kind of feel like Polish people are the Texans of Europe. <laughs> A little bit redneck, right? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Definitely. I could see that. Hi. Anyways, would you like to add anything about anything else about Poland or in general your experience there or something that mm, when you when you're in Poland that you miss about Germany? I kind of really only miss the bread and döner. And what? Like a döner kebab like Ah, okay. The, the Turkish fast food type thing. Yeah. And um, I mean, I don't really know adult life in Germany because I moved straight from my parents 1,600 kilometers away to Poland. So this is basically all that I know as an adult, all that I know myself to be. So it's going to be an identity crisis when I move back for sure. Yeah. Um, and I've like developed this weird national pride about Poland, like a little bit of Stockholm syndrome almost maybe because you know how... Germans talk shit about Polish people because, well, they're our neighbors and you always have some weird cliche about your neighbor. Yeah. And then I always correct them and I get a little bit upset and angry that they talk badly about Poland because only I am allowed to talk badly about Poland because <laughs> I live there and you don't. So Exactly. It's like I know what it, what it's like to be living there and, you know, be Polish and whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, and ju- just to tell you the truth, you will experience an identity crisis. Sorry, not sorry, and not trying to give you more anxiety or worsen your depression or whatever, but um, it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen because it's been happening to me a lot, you know, with moving around from yeah. from the States to Poland, from Poland to Spain. Um, it's very difficult to sort of identify myself as one thing you know yeah i mean i kind of grew up with an identity crisis because i never felt like i fit into german society or my village because my my whole attitude apart from liking punctuality somewhat is not very german Hmm. um because i'm from a very eccentric home so i feel like that contributes to it a little bit um, but what I say to the identity crisis is no, trudno. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's the Polish way of being. No, trudno. It's going to happen. <laughs> I feel like I should get that as a transfer. Oh my God. Yes. I mean, <laughs> next time I see you, I will check for it. Okay. Um, all right. Um, so on that note... On the note of tramp stamps and no trudno, let's finish this episode because we're like at an hour point at this point. And obviously I'm going to edit this shit and everything, but uh, let's see how that goes. Yeah. So thank you for, for being here, not physically, but it feels like you are here physically with me. Um, Thank you for being here. And, and yeah, hopefully I can get you to talk about 
some of the juicy gossip next time maybe yeah <laughs> yeah it would be fun I, i love hearing myself talk and i like hearing you talk so this is just this is just vibing this is just us vibing you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> Uh, I I miss those times. I miss just like going out to like pub fiction and getting drunk and smoking cigarettes outside. Oh my god, remember how we would like try to talk in French just to piss people off so they don't talk to us? <laughs> yeah. I like clearly just remember like standing in those steps in freezing fucking weather, smoking cigarettes and talking shit about people in French. <laughs> Oh, good times. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, thank you once okay. again. <laughs> And until next time. Okay, until next time. Have a nice evening and and everything. Thanks. Ciao. Love. Bye. Bye. So that is it. Uh special thanks once again to Franca. Thank you, my love, for being patient with me and thank you for sharing all of your stories and being super open about mental health problems and just being you, you know, and being authentic and showing that we all face uh, certain problems that can be very difficult to overcome. But as Polish people say, no trudno, and we move on. So thanks once again. Until next time. Bye.